Welcome back, everyone. Episode 19, Rap City Podcast is now underway. We are back, still trying to figure out this whole new normal for everybody, how we can continue these pods uh, with no sports, and yet we still can't seem to get inside the Cape Marcotte zone. Uh, but today we start off with a little dental trivia. Uh, everyone recaps where they're at sort of four, 24 days into uh, after Rudy Gobert. Uh, we talk some disturbing uh, news from the leader of uh, Canada and his uh, insight into where the next 12 to 18 months uh, take us. We do get into a little bit of NBA action with the horse game that's uh, set up and we, we make our picks based on uh, the field. Uh, second part of the NCA bracket, um, which goes a lot quicker than last week. So I can tell you that uh, Danielle Hine uh, makes a, an appearance on the agenda with uh, some of her feedback. Uh, and then our new segment, which I was just told by my wife, no one's going to like, which I totally disagree with. Uh, we've got a segment of what are you, what would you be capable of doing if we were to put you in a real life sporting event uh, format? So uh, if you listen to that, you'll see what we mean, but it's, uh, this has killed a lot of hours uh, during my Vegas trips, talking to the guys about what they think they could do uh, if they were in uh, the sports world in their current form and shape. Uh, and then we, not a lot of, uh, a lot of, not a lot of gambling talk, and then right into what drives you crazy and uh, any other business. So uh, that's it. Well, outside the Cape Marcotte zone, but the, the if you are interested in being inside the Cape Marcotte zone, you should listen to the last segment of any other business because uh, that will uh, intrigue you for future pods. So uh, here we go with uh, our first guest, Coach Lee Elia, the Chicago Cubs, uh, talking about uh, the state of his team and what he thinks of the fifteen percent. Uh, so here we go. Coach? I'll tell you one fucking thing. I hope we get fucking hotter than shit just to stuff it up them 3,000 fucking people that show up every fucking day. Because if they're the real Chicago fucking fans, they can kiss my fucking ass right downtown and print it. They're really, really behind you around here. My fucking ass. What the, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Go out there and let my fucking players get destroyed every day and be quiet about it for the fucking nickel-dime people to show up? The motherfuckers don't even work. That's why they're out at the fucking game. They only go out and get a fucking job and find out what it's like to go out there and a fucking living. 85% of the fucking world's working. The other 15 come out here. A fucking playground for the cocksuckers. Rip them motherfuckers! Rip them cocksuckers like the fucking players! Got guys busting their fucking ass and them fucking people boo! And that's the Cubs? My fucking ass! They talk about the great fucking support that the players get around here. I haven't seen it this fucking year. The name of the game is hit the ball, catch the ball, and get the fucking job done. Right now, we have more losses than we have wins. The fucking changes that have happened in the Cub organization are multifold. All right, they don't show because we're 5-14. and 14. And unfortunately, that's the criteria of them dumb 15 motherfucking percent that come out to date baseball. The other 85% are earning a living. It'll take more than a 5-13 and 13 or 5-14 and 14 to destroy the makeup of this club. I'll guarantee you that. There's some fucking pros out there that want to fucking play this game. 
but you're stuck in a fucking stigma of the fucking Dodgers and the Phillies and the Cardinals and all that cheap shit. All these motherfucking editorials about say and fucking uh, the Phillyitis and all that shit, it's, it's sickening. It's unbelievable. It really is. It's a disheartening fucking situation we're in right now. 5 and 14 doesn't negate all that work. Got 143 fucking games left. What I'm trying to say is don't rip them fucking guys out there. Rip me. If you want to rip somebody, rip my fucking ass. But don't rip them fucking guys because they're giving everything they can give. But once we hit that fucking groove, it'll flow. And it will flow. The talent's there. I don't know how to make it any clearer to you. I'm frustrated. I'll guarantee you I'm frustrated. It'd be different if I walked in this room every day at 8.30 and saw a bunch of guys that didn't give a shit. They give a shit. And it's a tough National League East. Kitch. Denome. This is 18 more episodes than I thought we'd ever do. This is episode 19. No, 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 19. I know. Unbelievable. Even in this, uh, this downtime, the pod just keeps on trucking. <laughs> Except our, our listenership does not. <laughs> we, we will go through those stats at the end. That's my AOB today. Uh, so, Dan, listen, uh, I, as you and I are both pressured into this time slot today due to Kitch. Kitch, do you want to explain to the audience why we're in a rush today and why you showed up late? We have a Tabata family workout schedule for the day. Uh, nine stations. You go through nine stations. You get 30 seconds at each station. Then you get a 10-second rest. And you do five sets of those nine stations. And uh, it's dad's turn to lay it out. So it's all laid out in the basement. Uh, it's all different sections of the basement. Yeah, you work this through. It's a little too chilly to go outside. So uh, that's our... Uh, that's our... Uh, are all family workout. members? Are all yeah. family members participating? All family members participating. Yeah, it's mandatory. It's mandatory wow. participation. Oh, mandatory. Jeez. <laughs> so, so Kitch, as as a family, you're doing beer pong together in this. That's what I'm uh, understanding. Is this yeah. bringing you guys yeah. closer together? You do, you do beer pong. Yeah, you do beer pong. You can't do beer pong all the time. You got to do something to work off the beer from the beer pong to, to do this Tabata. Well, you're uh, you're really running quite the quarantine camp over there. That's, uh, yeah. Those are interesting goalposts you've got. Yeah. Yeah, well, me, Bart, me you, my son's out buying bottles of wine. Yeah, Bart, you've uh, introduced your kids to online poker, so uh, I think I'm the best uh, family parent uh, <laughs> right now. You right know, now, you know, what? Yeah. you know what? As sad of a statement that as that is, uh, is, you might be right. I really am regretting. I'm really regretting the online poker decision. That is, that's opened my boys up to the a whole, world a is upside world. down. The world is upside down when Deno is a role model. That the whole world's upside down. Then. <laughs> <laughs> and Johnny's cursing the river. <laughs> so, so is his dad actually so is his dad lately oh holy how many times can i turn those cards over and be the leader and just get spanked on the river Bart, have all right you, Den, let's go have, Den, oh, oh, yeah all right go ahead go ahead no no oh, you, get, have you taught johnny how to count um outs like outs on the last draw percentages and stuff yet no no but you know what they did that's i love that the feature on uh on uh, poker stars, where they show you like when you flip them over the odds right away. I love yeah. that. Yeah. yeah uh, no, Johnny has no idea. He has not. He's not figured it out yet. Listen, these guys still think if you have to pull to the inside straight, you're in a great position. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> they think that's why. Why would you ever fold that? Why would you ever fold it? Yeah. Um. All right, Dano trivia. Let's go. Yeah. So I know uh, Bart always wants it relevant. I've decided to ignore that. Um. I believe. I now believe the NBA 
is coming back. The NBA will come back. Yeah. And I want to talk. Five bucks in my pocket. I want to, I want to talk Raptors. Like the Raps get no respect. So I found, I found some new trivia, Bart. And I think Bart will get this wrong because he's not a big Raptor fan. So I have two trivia questions and I want Bart to go first uh, for each one. (laughs) The first one, Bart. The longest, the longest active streak in the NBA getting past the first round. Longest active streak of getting past the first round of the NBA playoffs. Yeah. Now, does this mean consecutive years? Does this mean every time they make the playoffs, they get past the first round? You got to you got to make it and get past the first round. Yeah, I know, but can consecutive years like is it like a streak of seven straight years, eight yeah. straight years, yep. eight straight? Okay, yep. uh, getting past the first round. Well, my first guess would obviously be San Antonio, but I don't obviously. I think that's too obvious. Um, Kitch, who do you got? Oh, I'm going. Well, can I give my Can I give my guess? Well, I got a lot well, of dead today. air. There. People are People are waiting. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go San Antonio. Okay. Kitch? I'm going to go... I'm going to go Lakers. Wow. What? Lakers? What the? <laughs> what? It's you, the Lakers? Kitch? This is getting I past the first listen. round. I didn't even listen playoffs. to the question. Okay. For it was a record of getting past the first round. Okay, wait. The viewers out there that are a bit smarter in this group... This all I said, the longest active streak getting past the first round of the playoffs. Catch, I don't like throwing you under the bus. The freaking Lakers? Did they even yeah, make the playoffs last year? What do you mean? Getting back. Do you remember Kobe's last seven years when they didn't make the playoffs? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're going back in like how many years yeah. though? We're going back in 30 years. Active. No, he's saying current. active. Oh, active. active. I missed the word active, active the in there. Sorry, I was going back. I was going back decades with my answers. That's what I was okay. doing. Recent. Well, then I go Celtics. I would go the Celtics. Then. Yeah, there you go. Lakers Celtics. I thought it was an easy question, actually. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, All right. Active. Active. Anyways, Oof. you know what? You guys are idiots. Miami. I'll Anyways, the heat. Sh- the heat. show some respect. It's the Toronto Raptors, baby. I was really surprised because how many first round exits do they have? Hmm. But then if you think yeah. about it, all those years with issues with DeRozan and Larry, they actually did get past a lot of first rounds. So anyways, that was the first question. I thought it'd be an easy one with me introducing Sean Respect. But you guys aren't paying attention today. So other one, Bart. No, I, be quick. I missed that keyword. Bart, Here we second go. one. Here we, go. Here we go. Okay. Years in a row, guys. That means years in a row. Okay. Consecutive. That's consecutive. Years in a row. Including this year. How many years in a row have the Raptors beat the line for games one in a year against the Las Vegas spread? So this year we talked about that rant about how the line was 46 and a half and they're at 46. How many years in a row have the Raptors actually covered that bet? Including this I'm year. Go seven. I'm counting seven. this year. Seven. You still there, Bart? Nine. This is a radio show. Nine. Bart, well done. Including this year, 10 years in a row. Oh, 10 years. Wow. Free money. Free money. 
Kitch, I remember this has got to be like six, seven years ago. We we had them, and we need, need them to win their last six games of the year. Remember that? And they actually oh, won it. And the last game meant nothing. Yep. And we're watching it so intensely. <laughs> it's not, it's just the last game meant a lot. Don't tell me it didn't mean nothing. It meant a lot. Yeah. I thought that's crazy. Like 10 years in a row beating that. God, parlay that one. Part. You know, that, that is the uh, – oh, geez. That is the beauty of those season-long bets, I think. And that's why I bet – like. I liked about a few other teams too, because it just keeps you interested every morning. Just sort of, say, Oh, what did Oklahoma city do last night? Oh, did they? Oh, good. One more, one more to go. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I love that bet. That's going to be a staple. I know, I know you do. I know you do. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm not, I'm not in game betting today. Wait, Bart, <laughs> what a disaster. Okay. What a disaster. Watched, should have cashed out. This in the pod last week. Bart did an in game bet. And then he goes and tells us he can surrender. Like he can basically lock you cash in. Out. You cash out. 100%. Make make basically 100%. 100%. And Bart, what happened? Uh, the moment I said that, the pod ended. And eight seconds later, my my cash out option was zero. The guy lost. The guy was up four, The guy was up 5-3 in the second set. So it looked like it was going to go to a third set. He was up 5-3, 40-15, lost four games in a row. Uh, match over. <laughs> 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 Listen, the eels, the eels are gambling. No such thing as a sure thing. Uh, all right, Dennis. Listen, that was uh, that was well done. That was good trivia today. Actually, that was like researched, well thought out trivia. And I think it's listen. It's always if it's Raptors related. But this is still Rhapsody podcast. That's always always relevant. <laughs> always always relevant. Uh, all right, Kitch, start us off. Week, I think we're week four, day twenty four uh, after day twenty four. Day, day 24 20, yes, of the new norm. Into our fourth week. After Archie. Yep. Day 24 after after things went well, dark. I mean, we just heard about your we just heard about your Thai bow and your uh, uh, beer pong. Anything else? Do you have anything else? Not Thai bow. It's Tabata. Tabata. It's different. Tabata. Tabata. Yeah. Uh, no, there's not a lot happening in my life. I'm watching TV. I am. I, am, I don't think I've been outside since Wednesday now. Yeah. So I've been outside in three days. Um, yeah. A lot of Groundhog Day. A lot well, of Groundhog Day happened in this world. Well, why don't you go into the right to the? Why don't you give us your market segment? We don't have it on here, and I keep forgetting to put it on here. Uh, so why don't you listen? Let's just how's the markets? Give us a give us a little view. Your, oh, we your, had a what? good week. We had a good week last week. And you know what? This, the, the markets are telling you last week that this is not going to be a long drawn out event, and that this is going to be something that is going to be uh, rectified in the next couple of quarters. And um, the markets showed that last week. So if you are a believer that this is going to drag on for the next couple of quarters, then you might be a little cautious here. Uh, if you think this is going to be rectified in the next couple quarters, then then that's what the market was telling you last week. So the market clearly is not listening to your prime minister. <laughs> 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 Who does not? Well, he must be shorting the markets. Trudeau must be shorting the markets. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Deno, how's, uh, how's life in your world these days? We don't see much in the poker circuit these days. Where you been? Yeah, well, I have my own poker circuit, Bert. I know it's lower stakes um, than your knockout games and stuff but yep same old uh watching a bit more movies and stuff watch the uh ronda rousey um oh i saw it on netflix is that yeah good? netflix it was pretty some good coverage holy cow like oh she had quite cow. the run oh yeah she did she did now she's in the wwe so it's like it's pretty funny <laughs> and movies and stuff so um bought that uh bought a Portable ping pong table today that I'm picking up from uh, Canadian Tire. So, oh, I thought you weren't allowed outside. What are you doing going outside? Nope. Yeah, I thought pick you up. Said, How's this work? Pick up. Cars Curbside? in my garage. Cars in the garage. Get out. 
pick up Canadian Tire. Don't talk to anyone. It's how it works, boys. It's how it works. So, <laughs> well, you know, you have, then you have to like wipe it down when you get home. Like you have to, you literally have to spray the outside of the box before you open it. Yeah, like that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, yep. all yeah, our stuff do. goes in the garage. All our stuff yeah. goes in oh, the garage. Groceries go in the garage. They get wiped down. Yeah. Beer. Stuff gets dropped off. It's 24 yeah, you, hours in the garage. Do you soak, like, are you soaking all your vegetables and fruit, like, when they come, when they come back? Like, Becky, literally, we whether we go and get it ourselves or they drop it off, then Becky goes to this. She's got this whole routine of, like, cleansing the fruit and vegetables. <laughs> we don't eat those fruits. It's, like, takes four days before we can eat them. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I know. Crazy to think that that's what we're still doing. You get a courier right, package. That's what the, uh, mentioned. We, we get a courier package to the front door and uh, it stays in the garage for a day. No, no courier comes in the house for a day. So you get something, you're excited to get it, lives in the garage for a day before it even comes to the house. <laughs> yep. So it works. Well, it's good that you don't, good that you don't have five-year-olds in the house because that would not work. <laughs> yeah. that, would, that would be a disaster. <laughs> you know, how big's the ping pong table? No, so it, it's one of those. I don't know if you've seen them. It's a, a portable that goes on any any table. Oh yeah, we used to have one actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my my little brother's got one, and they're, they're they play it all the time. I go, we got to get one. Like, oh my god. So that's uh, being picked up today, and yeah, we'll start tomorrow. We'll have to quarantine it. And then, wow. Then start certainly playing tomorrow. For, we'll certainly look forward to that update next week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Bart, you told us Bart, you told us last week you can bet on ping pong. I had me thinking, well, I, I need one in my place so I can start betting. Like in-house betting. Actually, in-house betting. I'm telling you, we when we had ours, and we had a lot of fun with that thing. It's good. And you know what? When you put it on a even it's not obviously regulation, you're not gonna be tables that are regulation, but you, it's amazing how you can still play on those uh smaller surfaces. A lot of ping pong going on here in Bermuda right now. And Johnny Johnny's got a spruce up. My boys, I'll tell you that right now. Uh, Johnny's got a spruce up. You know, I own him, I own him at the cottage. Actually, I own the whole Bart family at the at the ping pong cottage, but maybe they're improving this year. Oh, no, let's, let's, not, let's not get carried away with that. That might be bad lighting in that game's cabin. Terrible lighting for me. <laughs> bad, bad spacing. Oh, no, the game's cabin. That's right. The game's cabin. Yeah. I forgot about that. Oh, oh, yeah. The old the old environment. That was terrible. Uh, well, listen, Bermuda just finished its first week, its first lockdown week. We've got one more week to go. Um, and yeah, well, you know, it's not, not a ton of good news here in Bermuda. We've had a few deaths this week. The... The rate uh, of increasing uh, cases going up. So I think Bermuda's in whatever I'm living through right now, which is doing my insanities in the backyard. Uh, I think that's going to continue for another two to three weeks at least. We're we're in full. I think there's a, a fear that Bermuda's about to take a turn for the worse here. So it's uh, so it's locked down. Kids are surviving much better than I would have anticipated. I don't think I would have survived this well as a kid if this was happening. But of course, I don't. The tools that they have it yeah. access to. You had no, you didn't have any social media. You had no social media growing up. Yeah, it would have been a lot of Lego. A lot of Lego, a lot of Bart. Whatever that. Did you have friends growing up though? Did you have any friends, Bart? Oh my God, Dano, Jesus, name me a class where I wasn't the president. You can't. There's that trivia. You can't. <laughs> president of what? The president of pissing <laughs> people Whatever. off? Yeah. <laughs> clown club. President of the clown the club. club. <laughs> Uh, all right, listen, let's, uh, so that's, yeah. So I think the world is, uh, we're in a, we're just still in that crazy place, which leads us into, uh, you know, your prime minister the other day came out and said, this is a potentially a 12 to 18 month scenario before the vaccine is out. And he basically made the statement that life does not get back to normal as we knew it, or as we know it, uh, until there's a vaccine. I think, I think Trudeau, I think this is a, a lesson in Trudeau giving sales, sales 101. I think you under promise and over deliver. 
I think you always have to give the worst case scenario or, or as Deno and I like to say, like the, the Bart scenario and then, uh, and then look like a hero if, if a better case scenario pans out. So if you tell people That's it's right. six months and then at six months, you say it's another six months, people would be all bummed out, uh, weakens your credibility. So you're better to say, ah, it's going to be 12 months. And then six months, you know, we're going to do it early. We're going to let you out and, and then come across like a hero. So I think it's a, I think it's a bit of a, a worst case scenario situation these guys put out. Them and presidents and CEOs. I think those are the two worst case scenario people. This sounds like um, Kitchen's um, investment strategy. Now, he hasn't... Um Interesting. He's been calling all his clients and stuff, and maybe he lost my phone number or something, Bart. But like, <laughs> I have not received, and I'm like a C minus client. But kind of catch strategy with me is, Deno, assume you lose all your investments. Like, assume you lose it, and then when I when I do make any money, or I only lose half, he says, Deno, you're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, you know, you, you only lose half after fees. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, oh, no. Uh, they always get paid. They always get paid. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But the portfolio is the fact that they don't make as much. Deno, the fact that you're still alive at 50 is messing up our plans. Like, we, we did not base on you being like anything after 50 was a win for you. I know. I know. Kitch. So, uh, but yeah, Deno, V's a better hit. Deno, I am He's getting to my Deno, I'm getting to my thousand airs next week. So next week I'm calling all my thousand airs, and then you'll be here. You'll be here and be there. I'm really looking forward to that meeting because I have a lot of uh, stock tips for you. <laughs> okay, good. You know what, Kitch, you are you really, really are limiting the scope of our listenership with those sorts of comments. I don't. <laughs> that is just that is not appropriate. Uh, now, but you know what? Then so. So Trudeau, and I agree with you, you know, so we should immediately send your comments to Donald Trump because he does not subscribe to the Trudeau theory no, or, or your belief. So he may have, he may have a problem. Um, but then you see the governor, that's why uh, I, I put this on the agenda. See, the governor of California said uh, he cannot foresee any live sporting events until at least U.S. Thanksgiving. He said even that's optimistic. Like I'm telling you, the day we are a long ways away from 20,000 people or 60,000 people entering a facility together to watch a sporting event. Now, when you say live sporting events, like there's you, you mean no sports at all or you mean fans? Well, he, he was referring to yeah. fans entering the yeah. stadium. I, I still but I still don't think until if the concept of a player in any sport, if the concept of, of a player, staff member, coach and whatever it may be, if they get the virus. And that shuts down that team. If that's still in play, then you can't start a sports league backup. You cannot start a sports league backup if that's because it's going to happen. So, Deno, you, I don't know where you're coming from with this whole basketball is coming back. Like, I don't know what you're thinking. You think they're going to do this whole uh, uh, get all the teams in one location? And the players have already come out and said they're not loving that idea. Yeah, but it's not. It's not for a long time, right? Like. The stuff I'm reading about baseball is the stupidest. Like they're saying, oh, we're all going to hang out in Arizona. Like for four months. Um, okay, uh, these guys have families. Or like, whereas like NBA playoffs, like NBA, you're going to play a couple regular season games and get right into it, right? So the guys are there a long time. They can do it. You know, baseball. Baseball's got a big roster and stuff too. Basketball, like just bring eight guys. Like, Leave Boucher at home and, and whoever. Right? Like, like, just, just bring the guys. Just bring the guys that are going to play. So yeah, I, if I, somebody gets hurt, then you fly Boucher in. I actually yeah. don't mind that. Bart, yeah, Bart, I, I, I would make a big bet. Basketball, 
like basketball's comeback for sure. But I, I was thinking today, Ooh. like like baseball. I think I was a leader there. I think I was the one on that. Yeah. If baseball takes a year off, like we always talk about the issues they have with ratings, like they could lose everything. Like basketball's got, I think, a great brand. They can if they if they set out a year or miss the playoff, they can get through it. I think baseball is worried that they they're they're like done. Like if they don't somehow figure something out, like they're I don't know, man. Go back to the pod. It'll become a regional sport. It'll become a, a league of like 12 teams. It'll be regionally based. And that's that's all you're going to get for baseball. I, listen, I totally agree. And I'm not sure baseball can afford it. I've not dug into that yet. But I have a feeling a bunch of those teams will not be in good shape financially with no with no revenues coming in. I think that's I a major, major problem. What do you pitch? What were you? Yeah, I know. I, I don't know. I don't know how you do it. Like, yeah, I don't know how you do it. So they, that's no wonder they're looking at any desperate scenario, right? Yeah, they're sitting on four months in Arizona. Sure, we'll do whatever we have to. But it just, again, if a player getting sick shuts it down, I mean, you just can't be that commissioner who who doesn't. You can't be the commissioner that, that Trump wants you to be. You cannot make that mistake. Where And again, I think this whole starting, that's the biggest thing for me, is that whenever Trudeau, Trump, whoever the you, you've got to make a decision based on the concept of we do not want to shut this thing down again and restart. Like we're going to go and we're going to start for that. Like if you can't do that, if they can't have a way to say, okay, you know what? Rudy Gobert got sick again, we, but we don't have to shut down the league as a result. Then yeah, I think you can do it. But I think we're months away from that being a possibility. I think the NBA comes back sometime November, December for next season. Oh, no. Way. They're just going to, they're going to shut the season down. That's a hundred dollar bet. That's the bet I made a couple weeks back. I still think it's coming back. Dental, you're split. Dental, you're gonna, you're just going against your five dollars. No, I said I said they're coming back. No, you didn't. No, he didn't. No, you said no. no. You bet me five bucks they're not coming back. I was the only guy. Go back and listen to it. I was the yeah. only guy. I will go listen back. to it. I've always yeah. been pro. Yeah, go no, no, Kitch is right about this one, Dental. You have <laughs> yeah. no idea. Sorry, well, you're both idiots. I <laughs> want to. Well, I want to press my bet. It might have been a scotch. It might have been. It might have been a scotch bet. It might have been a scotch bet. Yeah, that's not fair. Dana, what are you drinking right now? I <laughs> uh, just having just a little, had a couple beers. A little conscience. <laughs> a little conscience. <laughs> yeah, maybe the guy drinking at noon. Maybe it makes sense that he doesn't remember his bets from two weeks ago. Maybe that makes yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was you and I, Denno, saying no way it comes back. And it doesn't. There's not, I win that bet for sure. So, the other thing too, so when, do we get, when do we get to, like, when do we get to this universal testing? Like, so you see these companies now that are, there's a construction company in town who are still building. And they've got, they've now, they have a, a one-way entrance into their building where you get a, a thermometer scan and you got to wash your hands when you come in. And you got, uh, and they're talking about this, this, thim, this uh, finger prick where they can tell whether you have it or not. Like if they can, if they can somehow get to that stage, then I think they can open stuff up again. Yeah, but think about what you just said. The concept of a finger prick of everyone walking in and out of their building all the time to test. Like, are you kidding me? That is, that is light years away. No, I'm going, from, I'm, from I'm not reality. talking, fa- I'm not talking fans. I'm talking players. Oh, just players. Oh, just, yeah. If they can get, yeah, that's more realistic, but that's still, I think is months away. What, like at some stage they have to call the season because of time. Like they're not going to, they're not, like I said, they're by August 1st, I think. And I think that would be the absolute latest you could start this. If they don't have something in play by August 1st, then that's, o- oh, it's over. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be yeah, June. I was going to say July 1st. Yeah. My, my guess is in June, they cancel the season. Not only are they going to cancel, I can tell you when they're going to cancel it. June 11th. <laughs> Bart, I want, I want more action on this bet. I, I want a hundred bucks. You toe to toe. 
You now want to hedge? You want to hedge your $5 bet? Sure. All right. I'll take it. I'm right. I'm a thousand percent. Silver is a sane person. And he's just going to listen. He's aggressive. No, I'm telling you. All right. Daniel, you're in. I'll take, I'll take that hundred for sure. Spreadsheet. Bucks. Spreadsheet. Thanks, Kitch. Spreadsheet bet. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just think, God, I, I'm, and then when I think when sports do come back, I'm not even convinced that they'll come back with fans anytime soon. I don't know that. All right. Let's, let's have this little bet. When's the next time you think we're at a live sporting event? Well, for sure, for sure next year, but I, it, fuck. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say November 1st. Oh, 2020? This year? No. Oh, fuck. I, way. I got, I got summer next year. Yeah. I was going to say, I was going to say spring, spring 2021. So I'm going to go, what's the first day of spring? March 21st, March 21st, 2021. Is, is Kitchen a uh, middle name Trump? Is his um? I don't know. Remember his Jesus name. Christ! I'm an optimist. You know, I'm, an optimist. I'm an optimist. His middle his middle name is RBC Markets. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's his middle name. He's like Trump. He needs this thing reopened. I do. I do. Kitch Kitch hasn't said Visa more than four times this this uh, this podcast. <laughs> so that's good. That's good. Listen, I'm loving Visa. Loving the Visa call. Even though your buddy, your CEO buddy, uh, Kitch. I think he's right too. Like there, there's a. I think there's another wave of not good things happening here. We're gonna get some, we're gonna get a lot of bad news, certainly on earnings and outlooks and all that sort of stuff. It's gonna. I can't imagine this market just goes up from here. No, I think there'll be some Stover, volatility. Stover probably starts spreading it too. He's a little rich in cash. <laughs> oh God, yeah, you two are you, you two do not see eye to eye on market strategies. Uh, all right, let's. Uh, we got to move on here. Catch next on the agenda is and i'm not sure why it's here but this is where you put this thing together even though i put it together then you like to dabble with it okay like you have some sort of say days before, we have to talk about this and then it doesn't show up on the agenda well it shows up in pieces i just don't have to I don't piecemeal it back together every single time a new agenda item pops up anyways it does not matter for anyone who doesn't know there's a horse game coming up uh for the nba's put together with a bunch of wnbaers uh nbaers and some old guys two old guys Two old guys, two WNBA. Do you have the list, Kitch? I We're do. Betting on yep. this. We, all right. I do. Why don't you give us the list of the participants? So we've got, and I'll give you the matchups. Quarterfinal, group one, Trey Young versus Chauncey Billups. So Trey Young, Chauncey Billups, young and old. Group, uh, the next match is Tamika Catchings versus Mike Conley Jr. Uh, third matchup is Zach Levine versus Paul Pierce. And the Eight last Pierce. one is Chris Paul. Last one is Chris Paul versus Ali Quigley. So what are we supposed to do? Are we just supposed to pick an overall winner? Or are we picking yeah, you're supposed to, whoever, whoever of those eight, you get, you can pick a guy or a, a person that can go Trey the furthest, furthest in that, that uh, Trey Young and Deno, you That's can select, lock. you can select first Deno. Who'd you like to pick? Oh, well, of why, course why did you go first part? You just jumped right in. You know, I didn't we, say um, first kids. Like, do, do you want us like, to pick who we think will get first, second, third, and fourth. And we kind of wait it or just pick a winner. No, you have to pick whoever you think consecutively is going to win the most horse games consecutively over the next seven years. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, I want Trey Young. You have to right? pick. You have to pick oh. who goes. The, you have to pick who goes the furthest. You think yeah. Trey? You guys all throwing Trey Young? All right. Oh, no, so we then, can't have the same player. Okay, no, we, we can't have the same player. Okay, then we all throw out Trey Young. Who's going to go the furthest? No, 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 no. Deno gets first pick. He gets Trey Young. That's fair enough. Deno yeah. gets Trey Young. Trey Young. All right. Deno gets Trey Young. You go ahead, Bart. You got that hard too. Um. 
I'm going to go with uh, Tamika Catchings. That's okay. right. You heard me. Tamika. All right. Tamika's a winner. Um, There's no dunking. Bart, are you There's sure? No dunking, you're right. She is a horse right. veteran. She's a horse veteran. I'm not. I, I like not, this. There's no comment. She grew up on a farm. On this no she grew up on a farm. I will go with. Uh, <laughs> That's good inside information. <laughs> I will she go with horses. Zach Levine, then. Zach Levine will be mine. Oh, my God. That okay, Kitch, you get case. You get fourth pick, too, Kitch, then. So whoever, oh, they're going back. We're going to, oh, we're going to go back. Oh, let's see. So we're going to, it's not how far the three picks is. Whoever wins it, we got to pick the winner. Oh, I like that. I like that. All right. That's, that's good. We'll do like a draft. We'll hold it. If I'd known that, whoa, that's, oh, Jesus Christ. Would you like to repick? This is re-pick? the worst. This is one of the, no, I'm going to stick with Tamika, but this is one of the worst run sporting events I've ever been associated with. It's a snake. I'm, snake. Okay. Get up. <laughs> I'm going with, I'm going with Chris Paul then. I'm my next pick. Deno, who you got? Oh, fine. I got to read these. Oh, oh Deno, what about me? I got to go reverse. So I don't get to go. I get to go, don't I? All right, all right, Bart, you go. Go ahead. You just got two picks in a row. I get to, I get to go somewhere. Uh, I don't even know he's in it again. I'm gonna take the other chick. Or the uh, lady, woman. Oh, yeah, woman. I can't say chick. I'm gonna edit that out. Allie, Allie, quickly. The other, the other woman. Allie, yeah, quickly. I got Allie. All right, Tamika and Allie. Tamika and Allie. Okay. Okay, I'll take Deno, uh, Mike Conley. Junior, junior. As my sixth. Okay, Deno, you get you get another pick, Deno. I don't need that pick. You guys, yeah, you guys take two, leftovers. Yeah, there's, there's only eight. We can't all have catch. Well, you understand what's going on here? There's three have the winner. players. We have the oh, that's true. Actually, yeah, it's not going to work. We out. picked our winners. We, one of our winners is there. Yeah. Okay, all right. So no one, who did not get picked? Phillips, Phillips or Pierce. Pierce. Yeah, they're no not. one can so take fine. Pierce. He's he's a jerk. He's out. <laughs> all right, that's good. All right, fifty bucks. Well, when is that? By the way, fifty bucks person. What is he? What's the Sunday? All right, it starts this Sunday. Next Sunday. Sunday night at seven oh, o'clock. Yeah. Oh, it's next Sunday. Oh my god. No, no. Think about April twelfth. Yeah. Sunday, April twelfth. Oh, sorry, sorry. That's tomorrow. Yeah, it's tomorrow. Easter. On Easter. That's so wrong. I know, but I'll tell you what. We'll be setting our watches by it. Oh, <laughs> we will be. I'll be, I'll be. <laughs> I hope. I hope. Like, TSN, I haven't looked at Bet three sixty five yet. I hope TSN picks it up. Three to one. Three to one. I don't have that. Well, I'm going to hedge out my bets on it for Bet three sixty five. I'll have Trey Young for sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to so I got an email yesterday from runyourpool.com uh, saying you wanna you wanna set up a, a oh, pool yeah. for this. Yeah, we so, use that one. So I'm gonna I'm gonna set a pool up for this too. I'll get you guys on the email. Oh really? Yeah, why not? Well you better hustle. Yeah. <laughs> you better hustle. Why? People got nothing but time. People are saying, All right, listen, Nick. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, but I think we're gonna talk about this too, and uh nothing but time. You say that our listenership would imply that we our people don't have nothing but time. <laughs> the exact opposite of that. <laughs> so, I think, so speaking of which we are moving on we are going to the other side of the like we are going to fly through the other side of the ncaa bracket here because it's it's a little uh, um so last week if you remember we did the left side which was duke all that sort of stuff. uh this side we've got um our villanova georgetown uh 66 64 uh upset villanova beats georgetown which by the way was tied deno for the largest point spread ever at uh, minus eight and i'll tell you who the other one was you don't even know that, do you? Uh, then the, they uh, that matchup versus Loyola, Marymount, and Michigan when the Bo Kimball shooting left hand second game one forty nine one fifteen. Uh, Michigan Carolina the uh, Weber To game versus Villanova North Carolina when uh, Jenkins the walk off. My God, that was awesome to watch. Uh, and then number, another number one seed, uh, the Jimmy V NC State Houston fifty four fifty two final. It goes up against Duke UConn uh, the Sweet Sixteen matchup where Leitner the double pump. 
if you're right, that that was awesome too. Uh, versus, and then you've got on the bottom part, Duke UNLV, uh, the semifinal, which was a great, great game, 79-77, versus Duke Butler final, 61-58 when Hayward missed that. Um, he missed that shot at the end to uh, potentially uh, win it. Or uh, no, tie it. To tie it up. Yep. No, I think win it. No, to tie it. They won, they won by three. They lost by three. Yeah, they did. You're right. Okay. All right. So quickly at the top. So Villanova, Georgetown, the uh, Raleigh Massimino led uh, Villanova Wildcats against the heavy, heavy favorites, Georgetown. Uh, Villanova wins 66-64. Kitch? Um, so you go back and look at that game. Ed Ed Pickney, remember that guy? Ed Pickney had a great game Eddie, in that sweet one. Sweet Ed Pickney. <laughs> the McLean brothers. Remember the, remember the story on the McLean brothers? The guys oh, who yeah. were play, playing on cocaine. Yep. Like, yeah. They 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 played awesome. Rolly Massimino was a coach. That was the real first game in the NCAA tournament, I think, that gave that gave an under underdog a belief that they could actually win win the win the tournament or, or have a chance to win the tournament. Like that was the first real big underdog that that showed up and, and won the tournament. So let me give you a couple of, uh, yeah. And so I, cause I, I actually, I didn't watch that game as a kid, but I remember hearing or reading about the next day and going, that's impossible. Like it was just sort of like, yeah, they were the massive underdogs that they had no chance. They shot 79% for the game. Wow. 79% wow, for the game. And one by two. Look it up. And one by two. They, they, sh- they only shot the ball 10 times in the second half, made nine of them. How's that possible? <laughs> I know. The shot clock, uh, apparently the shot clock wasn't, wasn't, wasn't in that time. Like, think about that. Actually, they that was the year. Times. So that was the year. That was the year after the shot clock came in. Remember, we went back and looked at that, that previous show. So this was 85. That's, right. That's correct. The shot clock came in the following year. I wonder why. Jeez. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I wonder why. So, Ten shots. How do you shoot the ball? How do you shoot 79% and only win by two? <laughs> how, do you, how do you take 10 shots in 20 minutes? I, I know. Crazy. Uh, and then Ewing, Ewing went, he only had 14 points and five rebounds that game. So he was kind of, he was a bit of a no-show. Well, they, uh, they never got then, the ball. Yeah. They never got the ball. They never, yeah. Never got the ball back. So there, but that, so yes, that game is known for the, the upsetness of it. Like just the, the pure, like, I don't know. I don't, when I watched, when I rewatched the highlights, I don't know if that was a great basketball game, but it was like, it was intense and you couldn't believe it was happening. So it, it definitely get it's a huge, it was a huge moment in, in NCAA basketball history. Uh, all right. Moving on against. Loyola, Michigan. I'm not sure why this got in there. It's a terrible game. Well, so it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a monumental game, like 149, 115, like 264, day. 264 points. That still holds the record for the highest scoring NCAA tournament game. Bo Campbell's the star, scoring 37 points in the game. Je- Jeff, the, the unknown Jeff Fryer, went 11, or fi- 11 of 15 from three to score 41 he points. He could shoot it. He 41 shoot points it. in the game. Jeff Fryer. I can't remember, don't remember that name after, after that game. And even Kimball going to the line with a left-handed free throw shot. Every shot with his, for, with yeah, his, with Hank, his wrong hand. For Hank the Bank. <laughs> Hank the Bank gathers. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, and it was just, it was, I think Michigan was only down six or seven at the half. And then the start of the second half, my God, Loyal just goes on a absolute tear. It's just, yeah, it's unbelievable. That was the defending national champion, uh, Michigan Wolverines, I might add. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, but anyways, for my vote for sure is Villanova-Georgetown. Moves on. Yeah, yeah me too. And, no. All right. Uh, next bracket, Michigan, Carolina, the infamous Weber timeout game. Once again, not a great game in itself, uh, at least based on the uh, seven or eight minutes of highlights that I watched. But uh, and then I remember, but at the end, oh, my God, like that, just that whole series of him getting the rebound, traveling, which they don't yeah, call. That's right. And then just 
no idea what to do. I just clueless what to do. And then that, that just like weak little timeout begging for a timeout in the corner. And then the guy basically the ref looking at him going, you idiot. And you just see the assistant coach in the background going, he did see it. Yeah, you can see it. No, no one around. Like no one came to get it. Like where's Jalen Rose? Yeah, where's Jaylen the Rose? Kind of, why why is the center ball? driving, dribbling the ball at the court? Like, like I, I, I get you that. boys. Yeah, you boys remember like no wonder the, they hate each the, other still. Like four, four of those guys got drafted. Eh? Of, of the of the Fab Five, like Weber, Weber, oh, Rose, Fab Five, Howard, yeah. King. Like King, and the fifth Raptor. guy was Ray Ray Jackson or something, but. Man, like ima- yeah. imagine being the coach recruiting that team, like convincing everybody, yeah, we're we're gonna start five five freshmen. Like has it ever been done? Has it uh, ever been done? Has it ever been done? So that was one no. of the years. That's that, that was that's the last time. Yeah. yeah. That was like the first year where where guys got together, like the NBA, guys got together behind the scenes, said, Where are we all going? And they all said we're all going to Michigan. Like they all they all sort of went the same place. And like they're all, that's what, they're all that's playing against. So and then and then yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, no. And then uh, the coach basically from the get before before they even started the season, it's like we're, they're all they're all starting. Mm-hmm. These five freshmen are starting. And that just everyone like you couldn't. And then they had some of those huge Duke matchups. Like Duke came into Michigan uh, for a big game. I remember watching it, and it was like just the atmosphere. The atmosphere around the Fab Five was electric. That, yeah, that, and then they had the black. They were the first ones with the black shoes, black socks. They brought that whole thing going on. It was yeah, it was uh, that was so a good like good game, monumental game. The fact that the Fab Five lost, so they lost two finals in a row. I think that actually makes this sort of more important. This game because they lost as opposed to them winning because it's like they never actually got over the hump of because they should have won, right? That's they had the most talent. Um, and how, but don't forget too, former uh, Rob Palenka, current GM of the Lakers, played on the Wolverines. And if you pull up, well, in fact, if you pull up that North Carolina roster for that game, it is a roster Eric. of nobody's. Eric Montrose is the only guy that I, rec- that I recognize. Who is Lynch? Oh, you remember Lynch? George yeah, Lynch? Yeah, yeah. George Lynch. Yeah, see? You knew his first name. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, George oh. Lynch. I think he had a cup of coffee in the NBA. I think he, I think he was in the NBA for a bit. Uh, yeah, yeah, he played in the NBA. Anyways, but not a great team. I agree. Not an all-time classic Carolina team. No. But like, um, when they played that game, like – was North Carolina all third, fourth year players against all these freshmen? Like, yes. Well, yeah, they were like, second year. Michigan was second year. They were all they were all uh, sophomores at that stage. Okay. Okay. But still, yeah. I mean, that's a heavy. That's back. That I bet you Carolina started probably four seniors. Yeah. 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 Um. So but that so they match up against the Villanova North Carolina 2016 final, uh, which I watched from start to finish in at that time, and then went back to watch the highlights. You know what? That is an awesome. Yeah. Awesome basketball game with with the, the best finish ever of a final, of an NCAA final, yep. as far as I can tell. The key smart was close, but this one's like at the buzzer. And just the way they set it up, yeah, I mean, to me, this is, this is a dead, dead easy one for me because that game was electric. And uh, you, Villanova you, shot 57% from three, 58 from two. Carolina was 65 from three, uh, 42 from two. Uh and Carolina was up five at the half. But did you see the shot that the, the guy from Carolina made to, Marcus Page. to tie it up? Marcus Page, oh double God. pump, double pump from three. You guys, this is the one I said, you got to go back and watch this one on this side. So I was telling, I was, I was looking at the, all the games that if you got to pick a game from this show that you got to watch, watch the end of that Villanova, North Carolina game. That Marcus yeah, Page double pump three pointer to tie it up was crazy. Yeah, it, it was crazy. And then, but that play, I mean, that was a set play uh, that they ran. 
for Jenkins to get that shot. And I guess it's just so. in rhythm. Yeah. It was awesome. It I was. loved watching that. Uh, all right. So for me, I vote Villanova, North Carolina. It moves on for me. Uh, hmm. You know what's it's hard. You know to, what? To rule out. I got Bart's back. Kitch. Let's go. Next okay. one. I'll go. I'll go with Michigan. I'll go with Chris Weber. <laughs> all right. And here, what I actually believe in now is our weakest number one seed, North Carolina State versus Houston. Oh, are you kidding me? I, oh. I just said our weakest number one seed. Oh. So Good that game, Lord. which I watched almost in its entirety, uh, uh, well, to, to research this, that's a terrible basketball game. That game, <laughs> oh my God, it was so slow and so bad and so many missed the shots. Score. 54 52. <laughs> I mean, Carolina just holding on to the ball. I mean, it was, it, it's not a great game. So, Daniel, just so you know, this is the other team that was also an eight point underdog going into the finals of an NCAA game. Uh, it was seven you and a half, actually. It was uh, seven and a half. Yeah. No, seriously, I actually researched it. Researched it. Uh, I, when you watch it at the beginning, when you watch it, okay, Brent Musburger talks about them being an eight point underdog. It's on <laughs> the, tape that they're an eight point no. dog. The official not on Bulldog. Line. Not on Bulldog. Yeah, not on not on Bulldog. Bart. All right, well, listen, actually, I, don't you guys talk about I don't love this game. I think it's just, oh. I think it's a terrible game. Oh my god. So Bart, you got it like so you were only like 10. So you probably yeah, I, me- I remember I was like 14 watching this thing. And I can remember you you watching so watching NC State through that throughout a whole playoff run. Um they they had five comeback games that they won to get to this. They had, they were they trailed in every game and came back to win this. Um and you had like you had Drexler, you had Elijah Juan for Houston. You had no big, you had you had no big names at NC State. Um so three 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 minutes and thirty seconds left in that in that Houston game. Um Houston's up by six, 50-44. And NC State, the cardiac kids, um, they Witt, Wittenberg makes two clutch twos that were there. There are threes nowadays, but he actually drains these twos from from downtown. Um, to tie it up with a minute fifty left, NC State fouls with a minute five left. So North Carolina is going to kill the clock. There's no shot clock with a minute fifty left. NC State says we're going to put you on the line. So they wait for the weakest guy to get the ball. They foul and move him to the line. Shooting one on one, misses. Guy only shoots sixty three percent. He misses. So now they get the ball for the last minute and five seconds with a tie game to try to win it. They almost throw the ball away three times. Like, oh, like, like they hit the, they continue. And then finally at the end, they almost do throw it away. Wittenberg picks it up. Like there's a second, throws a Hail Mary shot from nowhere. And Lorenzo Charles with the dunk and Jimmy V running on the back. Jimmy V running on the court. And then just like in a total frenzy. And then finally realizing he's got to run to his players. Like that, that is something that never has left my memory that Jimmy V running the yeah. court. That you know is not Jimmy V running around the court does not make it a great basketball game. Uh, in that in that era, that was a good basketball game. So you never you never watched a lot of games in that era because you you were you were born with a shot clock basically. Like, but before the shot clock, it was a game of of it was a game. It was like a chess game. It wasn't like a a, yeah. a shoot 'em up game. It was, it was like how, like how do you how do you win this? Who do you foul? When do you foul? Like it was it was a different right game then for sure. And like it's probably just Jimmy V, right? They're saying, hey, we're seven and a half point underdogs, not eight. Like. We gotta be aggressive. We gotta do crazy stuff. Who would go foul someone? Like, who would go intentionally foul someone with a minute left tie game? Like, that's crazy. That's crazy, right? But they fouled the rookie. They fouled the rookie, and then yeah, they, the rookie. they, almost, they almost turned over four times in the last minute. Like they're lobbing the ball over. It was like it was like volleyball. Yeah. And then that that last oh. shot was horrible. Probably the worst last shots ever. The guy tips it. In. All right, can I just uh, can I, let me. 
Let me fact check this a little bit. Uh, Houston, they shot 38%. North Carolina State shot 39%. That that alone makes it like this was not a great basketball game. And it really, like I kept watching going, when does this thing pick up? When does it get good? There's never a stretch where it's back and forth with like, there's no real runs. It's just sort of like it's, and by God, it's so slow. Like, and by the way, Kitch, I think we're what, what are we four years apart in age? Like you're making it like you're some sort of sage guru of NCAA college that you, that you were watching the game back when it was created. Like, I think I haven't understand. I get four corners. I know this, what they were doing. This back is a four year gap here that you missed. This is a four year gap. This is, <laughs> yeah, this is the time. Yeah. I know nothing about it. I know nothing about that generation. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, let's move on. But I'm telling you, it's not a great game. Drexler one for five in that game, by the way. One for five. He had uh, four, four fouls in the uh, first half. Drexler. He did five shots. Oh, uh, they weren't very deep. Five slam jamma. They weren't. There's a reason why they didn't call them seven slam jamma. No, they no. did not go very deep on that bench. That was uh, so. All right. So that goes on to be seen. Now, if you watch this game, the Duke UConn 1990 Sweet 16 game, Leitner double double pump buries it at the buzzer to win 78 77. I'm telling you, great basketball game. Did you watch? Did you do any research on this, Deno? Yeah, I did. And? Well, it's the Leitner double pump. Like, yeah, but the I, last five minutes of that game, it's back and forth. You like you, you're on the edge of your seat. You're not sure. Like watching it again, you're going, "This was like you didn't know who's gonna. I knew who's gonna win, yet I didn't know who was gonna win." You know, it's funny <laughs> looking looking back at the stats. Like whenever I think of Duke, I think of Leitner and Bobby Hurley for some reason. Like like back in the day, did you see Bobby Hurley's line that game? He was terrible. He was awful that game. Actually, oh for nine, oh for nine. <laughs> like, like like maybe stop shooting. Like, is this like a Baca? Like, what's going on? He was 0 for 9, 0 for 2 from 3. He had uh, 8 assists, 4 steals, no blocks, shockingly, and 2 turnovers. 3 points. Yeah, he, I mean, yeah, he was not good. But the, look at look at Leitner again. 7 for seven 8. For, yeah. Were they all dunks? Like, were they all uh, dunks, Bart? Nine, <laughs> uh, 5 like, rebounds, uh, 2 assists, 2 steals, 1 block. I remember... Um, but actually, the Shaq. guy... Uh, Shaquille, when he played for LSU, he had some like some shooting percentage of like you know seventy five percent. It's like, well, they're all dunks, right? Like he's not, yeah. he's actually not shooting. Oh yeah, he's no, actually, no. He's got a guy in his back and he's dunking it. That's not really, not really yeah. shooting. But yeah, I mean that's uh, all right. So I think we're never, I think we're never going with this one. But I, I would actually vote for the Duke game. Ooh. I, I, I didn't even. There was no game. I didn't, it didn't matter. I didn't care who NC State Houston was playing. They were going through. <laughs> Me too. Sure. Oh, I got well, it. that'll be interesting to see where they where you guys take them. All right. So the bottom of the bracket, the last of the Sweet 16, Duke Butler, the final, 61-58, uh, versus Duke UNLV, the rematch, uh, 1991 Final Four semifinal, after Duke had been slammed by 30 in the in the final of the year before. They were I, I can't remember what that line was, uh, but I think it was five or six. So they were a fairly significant underdog going into that that matchup. Um so let's go Duke Butler first. You know what? I watched a lot of that one. Not a great game. No, I, I, I saw that one too. And, 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 you know, I, I couldn't remember it. So when I was watching it, I was thinking, okay, Daniel, Bart put this one in because Hayward's going to make this last shot and he misses his last two shots. So this one, this, this is, this is my, this is my last seed out of all the ones you put in there. Not even worth talking about. Like Hayward, Hayward, Hayward played 40 minutes. Like he didn't come off. He didn't come off no. court. Got two for court. 11. Two for 11. Like, Jesus. 
Like, I think the Celtics are starting to look back at this game saying, hmm, what if we should have <laughs> gave them all that money, right? Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, I mean, look at like the high. He, he's still tied for high points, by the way, at 12 on his team. Mac had 12 because Mac in the, in the semifinal was awesome in that game uh, to get them to the final. Uh, but yeah, look at like you look at the names of the team, and even on the the Duke team, like Kyle yeah. Singler, Nolan Smith, John Sher, and this Zubek was he was their best player. I watched a lot. Of, like he, I, I mean, he didn't. He was yeah, three, four, eight points, ten rebounds. Like he, he played. Yeah, he played all right. Um, besides, but, besides the Plumlee guys, I don't know any of these guys. Like who are these guys? <laughs> that's Miles. He, that's not even the guy in yeah. the NBA. Yeah, I know. I recognize yeah. the last name, not the not the good guy. <laughs> yeah, no, not this. Yeah, this is this is a terrible game. Not even worthy of a three seed. I don't. I, I agree. With you. Not not a great game. So let's move on. But the Duke UNLV. Okay, Whoa. that game. I'll tell you what. I'll be very interested to see what you guys do in the next one because that game. I watched the entire second half to, to do this. Holy, fuck, that's a that's an awesome basketball game. Yeah, I mean that is just an awesome, awesome basketball game. And Duke, I I got to give Duke a. T- I, this is where I actually give Christian Leitner a ton of credit. He stood up to those motherfuckers and was just like, you know what, this ain't happening again. That's right. I know what you did to us last year. Like he was, the, he was the toughest. You got Larry Johnson, you got Anderson Hunt, you got, uh, Greg Anthony, Stacey, yeah. like all these guys, these tough guys, right? That they, they, they sort of intimidating tough guy, and they were like, yeah, you know, the team was an intimidating team. Just Leitner was like, I'm not having it. I'm not like, look at nine for 14, a one for one for three, seven rebounds, two assists, a steal, a block, 28 points. Like he was just, he was, what was, his, what was his free throw line? What was his free throw line? Uh, nine for 11. Uh, Cause he went to the line at the end of the game tied, right? And he drained both free throws. Like, yeah. And yeah. But there was no chance he was missing those. Right. <laughs> you just like, you just could tell like he, go and, back to know, money story. Like that guy is money in the clutch. He is a clutch player and I don't like him, but man. And boys, um, what happened next year with the uh, UNLV? That was the point shaving, right? 92 was the uh, Stacy Ogman uh, buying a new car and getting all this money and stuff. That's when the whole uh, uh, Tark. Oh, tark yeah. Touched. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah Tark is gone. Yeah. Is so gone. I, yeah. I was reading online. They're like, yeah, they started investigating how Stacy Ogman uh, put down five grand on a, like, he's probably from the hood or whatever, right? And the guy's got like, puts five grand out on something. Like, hmm, I wonder if someone gave that to him. I'm just, uh, I'm sure. I don't know. I'm not sure if we can say it. I'm not sure we can say probably from the hood. <laughs> I don't think we can. That may have to be an edit. That may have to be an edit. But yeah, I mean, the the back and forth of that game, and and then uh, you know a lot of a uh, lot of missed one and ones by the uh, UNLV down the stretch, and that one. And then Larry Johnson misses a huge free throw uh, towards the end of that game, giving Duke a chance. It was just, I don't know. It, that was a great. That was a good one. All right, so uh, I think we're voting Duke UNLV there, right? That's, that's pretty yeah, for easy sure. for sure. Okay, so then for the final eight, we've got Duke, Kentucky versus Michigan Seton Hall. If we could do that next show, we could do that this show. Finally, yeah, next show. show. This is getting too long. Oh my god! Well, now, now we can go quick. We've already talked about all the games. That's well, how long are we to drag the? Fi- all right, we'll do it next show. I don't care. <laughs> we got like twelve. We got like twelve listeners. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that's, right. that's right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's. Uh, where's where's where does it? Oh. Uh, this is our, yeah, Danielle Hine. Uh, so, uh, Danielle Hine says there's too much online poker talk, which I think she's probably right. A, uh, microcosm. Yeah, there's, a, there's a microcosm of what we've got here. Cause we do have like friends listening, like people like Danielle Hine, who I don't think are interested in most of what we're talking about, but she's, you know, she doing the pot a favor, a friend of the show. Uh, so the question is, 
how can we mix in more topics that might meet all of our demographics? And when I say with demographics, that means we have more than one person in that, in that, that's a demographic for us. So, and I think we do have a couple of Daniel Hines out there. Nice 50 plus women who friends of the show like this. So how do we, how do we broaden our horizons to keep them, keep them coming back? Or do we? Like, should we, should we talk about how, how we constantly get yelled at for little things at home? And then we could talk about that as a topic. Really? That would that would that would appease that crowd, I think. So Bart, I I we have might gain yeah. John as a listener. Yeah, yeah go ahead. why don't we ask when we ask our users to kind of throw up topics? Like guys talk about this? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Right. Did you say ask our users? You mean listeners? Listeners. I mean, yeah. Users. Customers. Customers. They're customers. <laughs> oh, I look forward to that day. <laughs> Uh, all right, listen, we can throw that out there. All right. I will, seeing as I know every one of our listeners and I have their email address, <laughs> this shouldn't be hard. I will, I will. I'll send everybody an email saying, give us a topic. Give us a topic that you care, that you give a shit about our viewpoint on it. And we'll, all right, we solved that problem. There you go, Danielle. It's coming, coming your way. Coming your way. Uh, okay. Now here is, this is, this is a new staple segment. Um, so, all my all my Vegas guys that I go with, they'll know exactly what I'm talking about because we do this every year when we're in Vegas. Um, but this is the scenario I always like to throw out. What do you think at your current physical condition, mental and physical condition, if I were to put you into a sporting event, a real world, what do you think you could do today? So uh, we've asked each one of us to come up with uh, an event. With, and we don't have any prior knowledge what that's going to be. So I guess in theory, we could bump into each other here. But um so because I know what I'm talking about here, I'll let you guys go first because if you bump into mine, then I'll, I'll come up with something else. So Denno, what do you got for us? Yeah. So in tribute uh, to this weekend, being the masters, it's, can you believe the masters oh. is supposed to be this weekend? I no. totally forgot. No. I'm going, oh my God. Yeah. They're showing the reruns of tiger and stuff. So my, my question is what would you shoot today? Masters at Augusta, at Augusta final round. Paired with Tiger Woods <laughs> in his prime, somehow in his prime. <laughs> oh no, it's, it's today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it is today, uh, right? So it's you and him, toe to toe. A million people following you in the course. What would you shoot? Tournament conditions. Final tournament round? conditions. Yes, Ooh, the pins aren't. That's a good one. Pins are. Tough. That is a good one. Uh, okay, let's uh, first of all oh. let's get the let's get the playing conditions. <laughs> what would I shoot? Augusta, Georgia. What's the? Te- I think. I think we've temperature all today is seventy five. Seventy five today. Let's go with today's conditions. Temperature is seventy five degrees, and let's see what kind of wind we have here. Wind, no wind. Right? You got no. It's four miles an hour. Yeah. You got. You got no wind. So like these are ideal conditions today. Yeah, we're playing tips. We're not, we're not playing the red yep. keys after a no, bogey no, we're, or anything. We're in the we're playing tips. Oh, I'm assuming. I'm. I'm assuming right now. I'm assuming right now. I'm. I'm ten under in the final group. So yeah, I've been playing great the first three days. I'd shoot and, and, 111. That would be my. I'd shoot 111. Oh. 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 <laughs> I would go oh. way over. Oh, oh my God. You way might over. be 111 on the greens. I've seen you putt. I've seen, I've seen you shoot 111 at Westmount. Come on. Okay. I would. Yeah, that's, 111. That's ridiculous, Kitch. Course management. I, course management. Course management. You, Kitch, hold it. What's your handicap? What's, what's your handicap? 18. 18. Yeah, but that's 18 in these shitty courses that we play. <laughs> oh, I, I belong to a good course. Right? Okay. So, yeah, that listen, 
It's no Augusta. I can't imagine the greens yeah. are as slick as Augusta. Wow, one eleven. Oh. Dano, that's ridiculous. Kitch, you, your putting would be just atrocious at Augusta. Like, oh my no, god. No, no, I love oh. fast greens. I love fast greens. I put way oh, better okay. fast greens. So after Kitch, what'd you say? One eleven? One eleven. Oh, oh, that's god. ridiculous. Okay, put me down for like buck uh I don't know, buck twenty, buck twenty five or something. What? Are we going to play? Yeah, you know what? Well, consider there's no pickups, right? You're playing tournament conditions. You, you got to put them all. You're going to five putt. Every two footer. You're going to five putt. So I actually know a guy uh, who played Augusta uh, probably three years ago. Uh, how he got there is ridiculous. And how I didn't get invited with him, also ridiculous. But whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, but he did say, he was like, you could not believe the greens and how slick it was. He was like, uh, if you had a six footer down the hill, he's like, just forget about it. Like you'd put it off the green. And, and he's, I mean... He's an okay. He's he's an average athlete at best. He talks about his Division One baseball playing days, but he's he's average. He's he's not. I played a lot of uh, uh, what's the uh, frisbee game that you not um, can you, know, you knock the frisbee jam. into the can can jam can jam you know that one can jam can play jam. a lot of can jam. He's he's an average can jam player. Anyways, doesn't matter. Uh, but that he so I've always said like Brock and I always had this um, uh, sort of comment about golf that under no circumstances would I ever shoot more than a hundred any course in the world. Like this, now this was my bravado 15 years ago, probably after I was coming off my two hole ones uh, in the same round, but we're going to save that for another pod, save that for another pod. Um, so, but today and today with my, I've lost a little bit of distance, not quite as long as I used to be Uh short games, actually still okay. I can straight, so I would like to think, I'd like to think if I'm playing to with that mindset of I'm trying to break a hundred, like, so this is where Brock and I talk about like, you know what? You might just wedge, wedge, wedge. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Course management. That's why I said 111. I know, but let's assume, let, so let's assume that's what I'm trying to do today. 7,200 yards guys. I know, but I think, yeah, I know, but then I can still hit a seven iron 180. Good for I you. Could, I could seven iron my way in all over the place. Yeah. No wind. I totally could. Um, but I think the green, the, the thing that I'm, like when I was younger, I would have thought I can handle these greens. Today, I would not handle these greens. Like I, I would, I'm 105. I would shoot 105 there from the tip. Jeez. And my 111 was a stretch. Jeez. Well, I'm, I, I am twice better than you at golf. <laughs> I'm a 10 handicap. You're 18. <laughs> you're a, you're a made up 10. I don't know where you get the 10. In my head, 10. <laughs> anyway, I, I, I honestly think if I was just doing everything I could to hit the ball in the hole and not care, but like 105, that's where I'm at. I would love to somehow bet on that. Like, oh my God. I love to see you get a 12 in a hole, Bart. Oh my God. Yeah, but how many hole ones am I going to get? You got to factor in them probably dunking 16, not in the water, like right in the bottom of that cup. <laughs> I'm good. I've got four in my lifetime. I've got four hole ones in my lifetime. So I'm probably getting one there. Well, Bart, you know, you're. Your your confidence has never been an issue. Your confidence is not. It's but I'll tell execution. you what. If I did get the whole one on sixteen, I would not run around like those guys do when they get one. I just like tip my cap and let's move on. Let's get the seventeen. Oh, I'd be doing my dance. Been here before, boys. I'd be doing the cut night joke. <laughs> Bart, I will tell my hole in one story one one time on here as well. Oh, oh you know what? We'll do that. We'll do hole in one stories. Kitch, can you? Oh, Kitch, you won't be able to participate in that, will you? Yeah, yeah, I did. It, like it didn't catch the windmill on the way by, and it went right in the hole. <laughs> All right, uh, Dan, that's a good one. I like that one. But yeah, golf, golf's a tough one. That's an equalizer. All right, Kitch, what do you got? So if we if we played Roger Federer in a three in a three set match of tennis, 
Could now, you say three or five or two? Or no, three? just three. Just three, 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 three sets. So your match is just three. You're playing three. I'm assuming we're not going to okay. get a set off them. You're playing three out of five then. Okay. Three out of five or three or, or three <laughs> sets. Same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, you're playing a three out of five against I want to know the conditions. Three, so you're playing a major. I want to know if I'm playing a major. Could, right, could, could you win a game? Could you win one game off them in three sets? Is it on or grass? Or could, oh could you get to, could you get, no, this is on, uh, this is on hard court. Or could you get to 30 in any game? Well, Kitch, Wait. mine's easy. I would not get a point or even <laughs> – I would not even win. So Bart, Bart and I do play tennis. Bart and I are tennis players. We did have a, I know. a tennis a tennis. Yeah, it's not fair for Deno. It's not, not fair for Deno. But you know what? He might uh, he might double fault when I moon him. Like if, if I moon him right when he's on his second serve. So I will get 115. You got to moon pointer. him twice because you got you got you to get to 30, though. You got to get to 30. So. Oh, 30. Oh, no. No, then I, I – I, I take the under, but if I if I moot him, let's let's just a game's completely out of the question. Like that's ridiculous to think you could get a game that in eighteen games that mat, that three sets you're, it's under an hour total oh, times under an hour for know. sure. Yeah. Uh, so here's what I would the only way I would like to think that yes I could get to a thirty somewhere I would get to a thirty all thirty forty no no sorry forty thirty no thirty forty. 30 all, 33, whatever. doesn't matter. Yeah. I, am I getting two points? In I would like to think that I, because I would obviously be going all, there would be no second serve, right? I'm not trying to win. That. I, every first, every serve I have would be a first serve. Yep. I would like to think that I still got enough in the tank to maybe give a couple body shots at him where he's got to struggle. I close the net and just put the volley away. Yeah. yeah. I think I could do that. I think I get, I think I could do that in a game. So yes. could, could you, could you get a game? Could you no. win a game under no circuit? No, fuck, no. Kitch. Have you seen those? Guys? Have you ever been to a live tennis match? Oh, yeah, many. I've you been see how six. fast the on my bucket list moving. On my bucket list. Like you, the only hope you're getting a point. The only, <laughs> the double only hope you're getting a double point. Fault. No, he's not double fault, and they're gonna just in the junk they you wouldn't touch a serve. I don't think. Like I, no. I think it would take you by the third set to before you even get a racket on it. I'd, I'd give up on the service games. I, I, I'd have to. No, be I just concede it. I, no, I would. <laughs> I think. Uh, so I think. If 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 the stars align, and and you can, and and, he, and he's disinterested like she will be, you might be able to get a game, and but that is that is just swinging all out on every shot. Like you you hit your first serve twice, and you go for a winner on on every shot, and you just press and press, and you might be able to eke out a game based on that. Oh, my you guys God. are just that's La La Land. Oh, you could guys. never get like. This is as bad as your 111. Kitchen. Well, this what he's saying is ridiculous. Do you think that he could get, I saw him play mixed doubles with his wife in the finals last year. He could barely move by the end of it. <laughs> his first serve was cut, was clocking about 42 miles an hour. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't like think. Kitch, your 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 best hole in golf is the 19th hole. Like I don't know how you're thinking 111. <laughs> how are you going to shoot 111? Yeah, I we didn't we didn't do that justice. How would you ever get to one eleven? Hey, hey, this is not this you're is not, not making a six. You're not making a six the, on any hole. This is not the kitsch sector section. This is, this is everything. All right, we got to move on. We got to move on, anyways. But yeah, uh, no, two points the most I get, and if that's if I bomb two serves up the tee, catch the outside of the line. We go to the he he challenged it. Like I win the challenge. That's that's the only way. That is the only way I get two points. You're not getting a game off Federer. That is that is ridiculous. All right, so my, uh. All right, so here we go. You are a position player in MLB. 
Okay, you're playing all 162. Uh, how many hits would you get in the course of a season? So you got to look 162 average, let's say four at bats a game, right? And you're never walking and you're never getting hit by a pit like because they're not going to do it. You're going to you're going to get four at bats. Um, how many hits would you get? And how many balls in play would you put? So what is that? That's 600 at bats. Six forty. Your take five forty, five fifty. Yeah, five fifty. So you get five hundred at bats. How many hits? How many times did you get to first base? Wait, can you get to base? Can is an error count? You get there in an error? No, these are legitimate hits, and there'll be no errors. I've seen you guys. You guys run ninety feet. They could bobble that ball seven times. Yeah, Bart. When you said how many times I get to first base, it kind of reminds me of uh, high school a bit. I didn't get to first base much, so. So yeah, you have 550 at bats. How many of those? How many of those do you put and get a legitimate like a duck snow, so, a flare? So the, is the is the is the defense playing traditional defense? Like are they going to play at the base? Because if I'm playing me, I'm coming in halfway to home plate. <laughs> yeah, no, they're playing. They're playing you based on what they what they know about you. So they've done the scouting report and they realize you're a 54 year old man with not a lot of, left in the tank. Yeah, that's how they're playing their defense. Because um, the only okay. way I get to first, I think, is if, if I nub it. Yeah, like not if first. I, How many kits would you get? Hits. <sighs> Go ahead, Dano. I have no. I, I've never. I've never. Bart, I've ever hit a fastball. Bart, I've played baseball with Kitch. If he if he comes with a big number, I'm going. I'm out. I am out of here. <laughs> the segment's over. He, Easy. He can't come back to reality on this one. Easy. Easy. Well, first of all, let's see. You're not seeing too many fastballs. You're going to see a lot. No, but don't forget, you're with the team. Like you're going to be in the cage every day. You're like you're. So the first 81 games, I I don't even think you. I'm not even sure you swing. Like I think the ball's in the catcher's glove before you even swing. Right. So I think I think it's zero. I think zero hits, zero balls in play the first 81 games. No, Bert, in, in my world, I'm playing for the Yankees, right? I got Aaron Judge behind me, and they're going, oh. hmm, who do I who do I pitch against? Do I go after Deno or do I go after Judge? And they're right. going to I need an answer. Deno. Do I, need, I need an answer. Deno, how many hits do you get in the course of a major league season with 550 at-bats? I would, like, Bart, I got I got good eyes. As you can see, my glasses on right now. <laughs> I got real Just, We're running out of time. I would hope. I would hope, Bart, I would get 10. Oh. Maybe. Like, oh. Okay, wait. Maybe five. Maybe five. But <laughs> 10 hits. Field, 10 legitimate baseball oh, hits. Oh, oh no. Yeah. They're, they're not legit, yeah. legit. Like These are like 40 hoppers up the middle. Both guys are diving uh, for. I'd get, I'd get 20. I think I'd get 20. <laughs> oh, my God, Kitsch. You, okay, so if you think you're getting 20 hits, how many balls do you think you actually put in play? Oh, uh, probably 50. <laughs> 10% of your at-bats, the ball is put in play. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You, you've just, you've totally dis- See, it's a good thing this could never happen because what if the pitchers ever got wind of you talking like that, well, the first one would be right <laughs> in your ear. Oh, right yeah. in your ear. No hit by pitches. No hit by no hit. <laughs> uh, All right. So, again, and I don't mean to... Uh, Dennis, you didn't tell us how many you, how many balls in play for you, Dennis. You I'm, said I'm, ten hits. How many balls? I don't know. Not many. You know what? Maybe hits. I'll, I'll go to eight. Eight, and then in play. I don't know. I might hit a couple of nubblers. Maybe thirty or forty. I don't know. Yeah, I think I think both those numbers are high. Um, here's what I think. I think, like I said, 
in the first 81 games, honestly, I don't think you touch a baseball. Right? I just don't think, <laughs> I really don't think you do. So the good news is you don't have to worry about pulling a hammy. So that's good. Uh, but then I think you do get into a bit of a group. You're in the batting cage every day. So the last half of the season, I think, yes. But I'm telling you right now, and I, I do I do believe I'm the best athlete of the group here. So uh, I'm just, telling you. Just ask you. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I am getting six hits over the course of 550 at-bats. And at most, I'm putting 20 balls in play. At most. Oh, you're not, not as good as batters I am then. Oh my God, you like I get a chance of maybe beating one out, right? I can get up and down the line a little bit. You guys, you you need legitimate. The ball has to get to the outfield. I could maybe work my way into an infield ball. I get a home, I get a home cooking call from the uh, score sheet from the scorer, right? Something like that. But you guys, you need like you got to hit it over somebody's head. Bart, Bart, quick <laughs> that story. Ain't happening. So I was in a, I was in a drinking trip with uh, angst. This is, this is like, this is my like, boy, my boy. Angst? Yeah. Your boy, 25 years ago, we're in, um, we're in Florida and after the bar, they had this lit up spot and we go and it's actually a pitching, uh, a pitching cage. Oh yeah. You yeah go I've into those, Right. Yeah. And I go first and again, we've been, we're over served. We're so cranked. I picked Tom Henke to pitch against me. Right. So I dig it in. I think I'm a good baseball player. I didn't. I didn't see it. I go. Fuck. When's this thing gonna start? <laughs> I, I know. That's what so I mean. I tried, I tried. I tried to bunt. I couldn't even bunt. I couldn't even bunt. That's what I mean. Like you'd have no idea. And then when they start throwing junk at you, oh my god! You oh, catch no, twenty no. hits. What'd you say? It's actually twenty hits in the second half of the season. I'd have it all figured out. I'd be. I'd, I might be an all star in the second oh half of the season. God. I've seen Kitsch play slow yeah. pitch. He's a good first baseman because uh, he's six five, so you can throw it really high. <laughs> he can he can always catch it if it's at it, but uh, yeah, he no. can throw it high. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, this segment proved exactly what I thought it would. There's some unrealistic <laughs> concepts. You Kitsch's confidence there. level is so high. Yeah, Kitsch, you're you're hanging on. Let me know how you do in your Tabata today. See if you can last that. <laughs> See if you survive that. All right, listen, we got to move on. We're way, we're way past the Kate Marcotte zone here. Uh, and then we're going to be, we got, we, all right, we're going to skip gambling. Good beats, bad beats this week. We're going to skip. Oh, we'll come back to that. I had a great we'll one. come back to it. We're going to be one. in this, we're going to be in lockdown for the next seven years. We have lots of time to tell these stories. All right. With no sports for the next seven years, we have a lot of time to tell these stories. Can't wait for it. Uh, all right. So we're going right to what drives you and the other business we're getting out of here. Kitch, you're gonna be late. Your your class started right now. It's one thirty. Yep. Yep. The family's gonna be angry. All right. So you better start. What drives you crazy? So as we've attributed uh, to, my profession is an investment advisor. So in this pandemic, I've been taking an above average amount of calls from worried worried investors, which is, is fair. Um, and the highest amount and most nervous callers I get are from my CNN watchers. CNN does their best to scare the absolute shit out of people. People lose their ability to think clearly after watching this all day long. Media thrives off of fear and greed. Turn it off. Watch something easy-minded. Go away and come back because the markets will come back. Don't live by the daily horror stories that CNN tries to implant in your head. Drives me crazy. Oh, my God. You know what? Where's your hat? Where's your red hat with 
Make America Great Again. Goodness gracious. Hitch, I've only watched six hours of CNN today. I'm looking forward to our phone call this week <laughs> to talk about my portfolio. <laughs> Wow, that's a very right wing Trumpian like viewpoint. They, I agree. Well, turn on, turn on Fox. I said before, I go for the same thing applies to Fox too, not just CNN. Well, what I what I said um, on all this stuff is yeah, you can tell these one off stories like of you know someone dying when they're twenty two and the house suffering, but you have to caveat that with everything like hey, tell that story, but just but also remind the viewer that ninety nine percent of these cases. You know, people are getting healthy, like they go through a terror, but they get healthy and they live and, they, and it's some cases are really mild. Like you have to tell that. So, but I agree. Most of what you read, like every time you read anything, it's like these worst case, like awful, horrible stories. You're like, holy. But you have to try and remember that there are now 500,000 cases. Oh, no. What is it? Uh, is it over a million cases in the world? Something like, anyways, whatever it is now, the you know, the massive majority of this is is settling itself out with some really bad stories in between. But still, it doesn't take away the fact these are horrible stories. Yep. Yep. No, I, I, hear you. I, I know you're saying. I know you're saying. Uh, Denno? Bart, I have such a good bad beat story. I, I like. We're coming back to it next week. Next week. Oh, next week. Next week. Save it. Because I, I have some. I have some news for us in the end of the business. That's gonna. That's gonna. Uh, okay, my. World. It was pretty. It was pretty weak. Uh, what drives you crazy? But as we're preparing for the podcast, one of these uh, of the three people, someone. Um, ink cartridge ran out. I'm thinking, what year is it? It's 2020. So I'll, I'll let you guess who it was. The guy loves CNN. But catch just a little tip, little, just catch just a little tip. Like kids these days, I know you're, you're probably going to hire some young people and stuff. They don't even know what a printer is. So like, like <laughs> four years ago, my my co-op, I go, yeah, you know, if you want to hook up to the printer, it's over there. And he looks at me, he goes, why would I ever want to print anything? And I said to him, I go, that's a good point, actually. Why would you ever want to print everything? So, Kitch, wake up. It's 2020. Get on it. I throw I throw a good inch and a half worth of paper out every week. I got about an inch and a half worth of paper every week. Do you have, like, lumber oh stock, Kitch? Like, are you a tree stocks yeah, or what? Like, what are you you no. really, you should be in Trump's cabinet. <laughs> like you are, I don't even know who you are. Oh, ridiculous. <laughs> this is a, let's pick a pick. Uh, kitch, we don't show. Kitch, then, <laughs> I'm not sure. Kitch. I'm not sure you're going to feel about this uh, because my, what drives you fucking crazy is still, we talked about this before the show a little bit, but it's still uh, the number of people. And I think it's mostly Americanas, the number of Americanas that don't seem to have a clue about what's really happening out here. They're talking about the economy actually opening back up. They're, they're making plans for like early May to do certain things. I could say there is a still a major sort of laissez-faire attitude about this from way too many people that they don't understand the magnitude of it. Like, so I know it's easy to pick on this stuff, with drives you, but this one still, it's kind of mind boggling that they don't get, and again, if you watch CNN, there are these real horror stories. Like I was telling you guys, New York City, a 9-11 call every 15 seconds. Like, that's real. Like, this is a major, major – there's a problem here. <laughs> you're, you're not – guess what? You're not going to Starbucks in May. That's not happening. <laughs> right? I mean, think about it, people. All right, so there you go. That's, that's it. Yep. It's, it's real. It, 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 the word pandemic, look it up. It's real. It's very real. All right. Uh, quickly, AOB. Deno, you got anything? 
Yeah, my, mine's quick. You know, from from Bart's um, gambling bet three sixty five last week. So I'm actually on bet three sixty five right now. I'm actually streaming. I can in game esports. I believe it's Fortnite. I believe it's Team Fortnite, and it is. You can't make this shit up. The it is ninjas in pajamas against Natus Vincere. <laughs> it's like it's like, and you could in game it and watch it live. Like you're actually watching it on your screen. <laughs> All this stuff going on. I'm going. If I ever bet on that, if I ever did, I'm done. If I'm done if, with it, I'm done. But I like ninjas in pajamas to cover. I really like the ninjas <laughs> to cover. That's as long as neither one of my boys, as long as neither one of my boys are on either one of those teams. You got to fight in chance because they've been playing a lot of Fortnite lately. Not good. Not Ninjas good. in pajamas to, to come through in the third quarter. <laughs> Let's just put it this way. My kids are better poker players than they are Fortnite players. Daniel, that's it. I think this thing you're talking about is a long ways from a printer. I think a printer and what you're talking about are, are kind of two, two off the spectrums. <laughs> well, what, is that a laser or, or uh, inkjet that you got? Inkjet. It's an inkjet. Oh, yeah. Inkjet. Okay. Yeah. Then they are. It's a long ways off. All right, Kitch, anything for us, AOB? Uh, no, mine was Tabata. You brought it up early, so I'm good. Tabata, well, good for you. Uh, well, listen, uh, just a scheduling note. So we are going to continue to do this every single week. But next week, we are doing a half-hour pod. We're going to try it. We're going to try it out. I think we're just going to see what that in the in these crazy times uh, and with listenership uh, in, a, in a bit of a decline. I'm going to see if we can't bring it back with maybe a little shorter pod. like a little, And maybe we'd end up doing two a week. I don't know, two half-hour ones. We'll see, but we got to mix it up. So next week... We're gonna we're gonna tighten it up. We're gonna tighten up the agenda, and we're gonna go with thirty minutes. So there you go. Sorry, slacker. You work out. Everybody and else. Pete, 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 hate, Pete hates that too. Pete yeah. Dolphin. He's, he's not a fan Pete. of that. Bart, Pete. can we bet? Can we bet if you can keep it to thirty minutes? Because I will hammer the over, like <laughs> hammer. I will. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We, let's let's do that. That's, yeah. Well, that's the freest. As soon as I can control, better. well, as soon as I control the start and stop, I like my chances of it being thirty minutes. <laughs> It may, my, be a, my, it may be a harsh ending. <laughs> my bad beat. My bad beat might be ten minutes. Just so you know, yeah. Be 10 minutes yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, listen. I, I'll edit it. I'll add this shit down to thirty minutes. The, we may go for an hour and a half, but I'll tell you right now, the finished product will be thirty minutes. <laughs> we'd, we'd never know. We'd never know. <laughs> you wouldn't. You'd have no idea. All right, boys. I think. Listen. I think that's it. Uh, oh God, an hour and sixteen. How do we? How do we keep doing it? How do? How know. do we have this much content with no one listening? And no sports. <laughs> and no, no sports. live sports. <laughs> no sports. <laughs> well, because of the fantasy land Kitch lives in with all his <laughs> sports capabilities. Goodness gracious. 111. All right, boys. Oh uh, by the way, and the rant, we did the coach's rant. Did you guys listen to it before? No, because you didn't send the, you didn't send the link. No link. I, yeah. Oh, shit. I forgot, I forgot to put the link. You're right. I did forget to put the link. <laughs> well, I'll send it to you now because it's awesome. It's old school. Okay. Just like you, Kitch. It's old school. You'll like it. All right. I like it. All right, boys. Kawhi. Here you go. Okay. See you. Kawhi up top. Looks at the clock. Turns the corner for the win. Go! 